All right. Hello, idiots on Brady, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hello, Jake. How's it going? Well, it's going better for me than it is Rick Ocasek. Uh, we are recording on Sunday, September 15th. News just hit that he died. Really? Yeah, found dead in his Manhattan apartment. And here's the thing. He was 75, which is not that old, but also... I don't know. You just you you think of Rick Ocasek. You sort of just trap in your mind, like, oh yeah, that's seventy five. Um, no cause of death. Eddie Money the other day. So yeah, that's two if you do by the number of the the rule of three that people talk about with deaths. But uh, I always liked the cars. I thought they were all right. They had some catchy toe tapping tunes. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's the same kind of genre too. You know, I, I mean, pretty close. Yeah. So R.I.P. Rick Ocasek. Yeah, and Eddie Money. And Eddie Money, yeah. I liked Rick Ocasek a little more. I had nothing against and Eddie Jeffrey Money. And Jeffrey Epstein. Well, yeah, but... Uh, I know we, it's an old one, but... We knew that. We we yeah. discussed that. All right, we got a bunch of news stories lined up. Um, some I think we can talk about in depth. Others I just put on to talk about in passing. Um you know, Cat, our good friend Cat, background Cat, when she is uh, available, uh, comes on and helps us uh, Google things. She sent me this first one. Let, let's. I'll, I'm going to jump on one that I sent you toward the end. Okay. Um, a teenager suspended from school over comments made in a video game chat on a Saturday. Well, he he was not in school. He was not doing anything in school. He was playing video games with headsets where it's a bunch of guys and they get together and like you know trash talk one another. And yeah. he got suspended from school for that. Now, whatever you're doing, uh, I don't know what that was, but... He, oh, I, I, I had to move oh. the table a little bit. Uh, what He was talking about with the characters in the game. He, he, so you got this character in the game, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to beat up your guy. I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to break your leg. And the school used that and said, 60-day, 60 60-day 60 alternate school because he made a comment. Now, here's the thing. This is a 13-year-old kid. He was playing... Grand Theft Auto 5. So maybe the parents... Look, I don't agree that he should be suspended, but that's an interesting twist. You know, when you, you're playing these... You know, that's I play it, but I'm also an adult. I'm not sure if a 13-year-old should be playing a game full of uh, swearing and beating up hookers, you know? Well, how are they gonna? How else are they gonna learn to swear and beat up hookers? The, cool, the schools ain't teaching them. Public schools are shit, man. <laughs> that is a good point, but I mean that. It, I don't know. I I'm not sure how I feel about this. It's it's absolutely insane that he got suspended for this. I'm sure he will contest. There there's gonna be a lawsuit. I mean, one. Well, I thought the are, article kind of sucked because I can. I was trying to dig through, and I even listened to like the. The, the TV news broadcast, because they had the, the link on there. Um, right. I couldn't hear what he actually said. Like, they didn't have a quote. And I'm like, that that's kind of important, man. Well, the quote they do have saying he was, it was two characters and they're trash-talking one another like you would do in a video game. Like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to break your leg, kick your ass, F you up. And I'm saying F you up because uh, to the listeners... Uh, where but I'm that probably- seemed like they were just sort of summarizing what was said. You know what I mean? Like, just a general description, which, I mean, I guess it's better than absolutely nothing. But I'm like, if he got... If what he said was so bad that he got sus- suspended for it, which is kind of unusual... They should at least have the quote in. I mean, they, they should be specific about it. All right. Like, okay, if he's trash talking, uh, the and, and as I was saying, is the reason I didn't swear is because my uh, five-year-old son is sitting to my right, even though he's supposed to be in bed. 
Yeah, you, he's up playing Grand Theft Auto Five. Leave him alone. <laughs> no, he's watching football for some reason. Oh, nice. A couple months ago, uh, during the off season, he decided he loves the Falcons, and so he wants to see them win, and they are winning as we are speaking. But uh, for no reason at all, he likes the Atlanta Falcons. That's just the team he chose. All right. So nice, anyway, nice. I hear you. They they do not say exactly what the kids said, but unless, in my opinion, unless he said, "I'm going to do all these things to you." just like I'm going to do at school on Monday, they have no right to, you know, suspend him. I, I'm sure that the the parents, someone will contest this and get a lawyer involved. Because I mean, I was you- playing video games online when I was in high school, and I did get suspended over it, but that, to be fair, they had me recorded saying, I'm going to fuck your character just like I fucked the principal's wife, you know? And then I sent pictures, <laughs> and it, I... I I was kind of it was it was it was a bit much on my part. I'll admit now. In retrospect, hindsight is twenty twenty. But don't you agree? I mean, literally, unless he is on school grounds playing a video game, which should not be in any school, and or is explicitly discussing something that he would like to do to kids at school and or to the school or anything involving this is that's why they should have the quote because right now it seems very one sided in the wrong Look, that's direction. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's why I need that quote, because, uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. In my mind, for him to get suspended for something he said in a video game, like on a Saturday, uh, it would have to be so fucking over the top. It would have to be, um, I am going to help ISIS blow up the school. Here's the names of the ISIS guys and uh, detailed instructions on where to hit. You know, like, it would have to be fucking wild. Yeah, and the other part that ticks me off about this article is... Uh, this quote right here, this is part of it. Although the school district will not comment on disciplinary action, they say the eighth grade honors student, it was an honors student, it's a straight A student, and band member would be suspended for three days and go to an alternative school for their. So they're not going to comment on it. They're not going to justify why they did it if this is a zero tolerance thing. And you hear these stupid stories every now and again, like a kid uh, makes a finger gun, bang, bang, and gets suspended for that. But now we are going into people's homes. And that seems very invasive. This this is getting interesting. Right. Where that's why I say I hope that they get lawyers involved because the, until the full story comes out, I am siding very heavily with the the kid on this one. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's just wild. There was actually a kid that was arrested for something similar because um, he said in a chat room that he was going to take an AR fifteen to school and do like a like a school shooting or whatever so they well, <laughs> i think it was I, I think it might have also, also was it also in texas I, I don't remember but he yeah i mean obvious big difference but it, it, then again i'm like i i i don't know if the kid should be charged with anything because he just said it but i think they should at least in I, in my mind you could investigate something Without charging the kid with seven felonies, you know? Right. You can, as as horrible as this sounds, you can put him on a watch list. You can examine yeah. his basement. You can look in his locker. You can check his computer to see if he does have a manifesto or a, a, you know, a schematic of the school. Charging someone for something they said, that seems a bit much. But if you do say something stupid, expect to be investigated. But I, Or in my super idealistic hippie world, you know, I say we give the kid a sex robot, man. Most of these kids that are shooting up schools are doing it because they're not getting laid. Give them one of the robots. Exactly. And also, not, not to let it go, there is something funked up going on here as, again, this is Grand Theft Auto V, and it is a 13-year-old student. Um 
I, I play the game and I am not sure I get it. It's a game, but maybe 15, 16, 17. It's, it's a very violent I mean, I think I was playing stuff like that at 13. To me, like, I, I, the issue isn't, oh, maybe the kid shouldn't be playing a game. It, it, to me, it's like, well, that should help you put it in context. I mean, he's being very literal about what's going on in the game. Like, if you're, okay, if you're playing a kid in Candy Crush and you're threatening to, like, I I, I don't know, hit him with a brick or sexually assault him or something, it's a little fucking weird, you know? But <laughs> I if, hear what you're saying, if, yes. if that's a game where you do all of that shit, if you do literal stuff like that in, in the game, all you're doing is reporting on what's happening, you know? That is a good GD point. I hear you on that one. All right, let me pick another news story. Oh, let's let's stay with uh, school. Let's pop over. I mentioned uh, last week at the end of the broadcast that Antonio Brown uh, got cut from the Raiders. He got picked up by the Patriots, and then on Monday, after as as our new podcast Monday, as our podcast dropped, uh, it came out he's being uh, charged with sexual assault from the same woman uh, three separate times, and. A lot of people are talking about that. Now, that's a fellow who really needed to be suspended from school at some point, man. Well, yes, because everyone seems to be talking about the assault, which they should, so that should get all the coverage. But I have not seen a single person commenting on the quality of his tweets. Like the tweet, So apparently he sent some tweets, uh, or not tweets, texts. I'm sorry, it's on it was, Twitter. It was emails, right? Right, there were emails or texts, but I saw it on Twitter. That's where my head got confused, and I called them tweets. But he was contacting the person who is accusing him, and I'm just going to read uh, one of them verbatim. Oh, please do. It's fucking wild, man. Well, and that's why I want to talk about these. It is, it is damn near... Uh, uh, Un- uncomprehendable. I, I I only know what he's saying roughly in about half of it. It's pretty. It's pretty rough. Like well, he was not. I don't know what his his sort. Like I know the athletes just kind of major in whatever, and then they they you know they kind of push him through if they're good enough. Uh, this guy definitely was not an English major. Oh my god. Well, and that's what I want to talk about is is not the assault, which is getting great coverage and good. It should get coverage. This guy is illiterate. Um, you not only was he not an English major, this guy, he went to college for two years. He got passed through high school, and this is how he writes. I jack my dick on your back, space, exclamation point, lowercase, slept with you, n, bed, so the letter U, the letter N, bed, space, exclamation point, fuck your knowledge, bitch, I been all pro before I even knew you, letter U, exclamation point. Yeah, anybody who writes the letter U instead of writing out U, I think should be killed. Um, we we have enough of them. We're, we're, we're done with them. Yeah, and, and, you know, I didn't hit you up. You never left my house since you, 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 whatever. Uh, you know, blast me your, the wrong one, Y-O-U-R, not Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Blast me your a failure tell, telling everybody you own a gym, what you gone blast don't. Write my phone, lean, L-I-E-N. I mean, it's income. This guy went to college for two years. Two years. And he's got a kid. He made reference to at least one baby's mama in that thing. Yes. and This, this man is, is, is raising a child in this world that will grow up and uh, drive automobiles and vote and, and do all that good stuff. 
and drive expensive automobiles because you know oh, yeah. his, his contracts are insane. He lost thirty million from the Raiders, but he signed a fifteen million dollar with nine guaranteed with the Patriots. Oh wow! Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, everyone said, yeah, it. it I won't even get into that because I've been following, but. I, I can't believe no one is talking about the indictment of the education system in this much bigger, or not just the education system, the jock-fueled, the football-fueled education system. Well, that's always gone on, man. That's there always is, I gone mean, on. Yeah. This just should, it, this should bring it to the forefront of part of a discussion, which is, I, I mean, the fact that, I, I can only repeat myself. This, uh, listeners, you should look up the Antonio Brown emails and try to get through them because me reading them does not do justice to what you see with your eyes. The the improper spellings. The you need Barbara Billingsley. And to these, these are this. emails. That means he had time to type this out, read it over, and go, uh huh, uh huh. You be in the bed, Jack. In my day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks good. I'm hitting send. Yes, <laughs> this then, gets like, my message across perfectly. You failed at gymnast. You a nobody. You failed at gymnast. You a nobody. That is a sentence. I can't believe he shamed her for failing at gymnast. He said, you failed at gymnast worse than I failed at English class. <laughs> well, he talks about, he, there's a name crossed off because they're protecting an identity, but me yeah. and this person, I'll laugh about this, S-H-I-T, me bussing on your back. Part of what they said is that he uh, jerked off behind her and blew a load on her back. Except he doesn't write busting on her back. Me bussing on your back. He, he forgets a T. Bussing on your back. Sure. Uh, and every word that I'm reading here, I'll let him know when I'm bored. I'll and I'm, neither one of those have an apostrophe. It's just I-L-L and I'm, you know. And then he capitalizes house randomly. You, a failed gymnast living in the past at your mama house, house is capitalized, with your mama. I mean, there you go. You living at your mama house with your mama. And they're, they're, it, this is insane. This is... Someone, it's, that, that college I heard they've given him a side job writing for Vice News. Well, what they need to do is, and I'm dead serious, they need to go to that university and do something with the football program. Like how, well, when Penn State uh, was busted for Paterno and uh, his sidekick, when Paterno knew all about what Sandusky was doing, Sandusky was the pedophile Paterno knew, is they, they took away all sorts of scholarships or draft options and or bowl games. They need to go to this university. They, they need to investigate all the universities. It's one of those things, like you said, we all know that it is happening, but this should be shown as a screaming example of just pushing kids through class and passing them so they can play football and fuel that industry. And I love football. I watch football. It's on right now, and my son is next to me watching it. But this is insane. Oh yeah, that's pretty wild. Well, it used to be worse back in the day, man. Like I've heard, I've heard guys tell stories on like radio shows and podcasts and stuff about you know guys who made it through college and 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 were in the NFL. I mean, these were like superstars. You know what I mean? So like they really pushed them through. But they were, I mean, literally illiterate. I mean, could not could not read and write. And they were they were in the NFL. They had um, college degrees, as, as far as I know. Kind of like R. Kelly illiterate. Didn't he have a? Uh, um one of his court dates pushed because he could not read like the lawyers said he could not read the briefs and they didn't have time to read them to him or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like it's someone, someone, 
Well, you, you didn't know where he was at. He was in a cell all day. <laughs> what, what, what are you talking? You couldn't, oh. couldn't couldn't get a hold of your your, your high profile celebrity client to uh, read him a few documents. Like, yeah, that's a it's, it's clearly a bullshit reason. But yeah, I mean, he's he's illiterate enough that they at least push for it. It's, it's pretty well known that guy can't read. Isn't uh, isn't uh, that that white the woman beating boxer uh, illiterate? Isn't Floyd Mayweather Mayweather? Floyd Mayweather. That he is. Uh He's proud about it. He he, like it's one of those things that's just known. Is he is absolutely illiterate. Dude, I think if I had that much money and like I would, there is a certain sort of um, uh, just a, a an ironic kind of glee. About a guy being a, a multi-millionaire that, that can't read. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it is just kind of cool. There's something cool about that. I think, I think that's cooler than, I'm a millionaire, but I can, I can read, uh, I can read, uh, Curious George and stuff. Not good with chapter books, though. Not, not great with those, you know? Like, I, I would, I would rather just be straight up illiterate at that point, you know? It does show that America is the land of opportunity where anyone can succeed. Oh, yeah. But is that also, and uh, I, I didn't think of this until you just said that, it's also one of those things where you have um, so many multimillionaire athletes that end up going broke because they are not smart, and then they end up making horrible investments and or just blowing their money in stupid ways because they have an inability to plan for the future because they have an inability to process thoughts other than you know, whatever sport they are good at. And I'm not... Oh, yeah, man. The the illiterate community, usually not great with uh, stocks and mutual funds and stuff, <laughs> man. Uh. Not- you, you, you'll, you'll, never, you'll never hear uh, Floyd Mayweather get accused of insider trading. No, but you will hear... I can't name a name right now because I can't think of it, but I know I've read at least three separate stories in my lifetime about football players who went broke because they were told, oh, yeah, you should buy a couple car lots because with your name, you'll just sell cars. So they invest everything they have into buying a used car lot or an auto dealership. And the next thing you know, it's like, yeah, all your money's gone. And they're like, okay, but I was rich, right? And they're like, yeah, you bought car lots and you didn't sell cars and now you're broke. I've read that several times where they think an auto dealership is their their path to retirement. That's fucking brutal, man. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's the future of Antonio Brown is as rich as he is. Maybe he will. I mean, that's the the, uh, um, going back to boxers, Tyson, Mike Tyson. How much money did he make in his career? And he still does okay now, but most of it is gone. Oh, he he was getting ripped off by his management and shit, too. Yeah. Um, Don King ripped him off. Everyone yeah, ripped uh-huh. him off because, because, again, they could take advantage. Right. They, they yeah. knew that he was just this, uh, this dumb pugilist who was just told, hey, use your fists. You don't have to learn to read. You don't have to learn to think. And so he would sign contracts. You hear it all the time in any industry, like bands. Bands back in the day when records were actually bought and sold, yeah. the record company would sign them to like a 10-record deal, and the band would go, yeah, we got a 10-record deal. But what they didn't realize is, say one of those records sold 5 million copies, they were getting a penny for each one. Yeah, it's really easy to trick people when they're on heroin. <laughs> yes. Well... All right, let's uh, keep moving. I what what was I going to say? Oh, um, uh, on Don King, man, uh, did you ever see a movie? Really old movie made by HBO. It's uh, this is maybe a twenty year old movie at this point, but it's called Only in America. Ving Rhames plays Don King. I did not see that. No. Oh, it was so goddamn good. 
is it if it was on HBO, it'll still be on HBO. They're not like Netflix. They don't rotate their things in and out. They just HBO keeps it. So it's it's great, man. But it it really went into him just being a shady fucking shyster with all of his boxers. And there's um there's a scene where I want to say it's Leon Spinks. I I don't remember who it was, but um he's he's in the hospital after a fight because I mean he he took a a vicious one, you know. And um Don King had been fucking around with paying him for many many fights in a row and um there's a scene where he goes in with he owes him so much like like so many millions of dollars or whatever and he he gives him this suitcase or like a briefcase with like I, i i i don't know how much was in there it was like thousands of dollars and there's this great line where um his his like his son or business partner somebody is just like why are we why are we bothering with the suitcase full of money and he's like trust me poor people are more impressed with a suit with a, 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 a bag with 30 grand in it than they are a check for 2 million you know and, and it's just it fucking summed it up so well how they how they would fuck these guys over you know well, I looked it up, and uh, yeah, that does sound sad. And that also goes, we talked about Aretha Franklin um, a few weeks back and how she had a million dollars worth of checks just lying around. Yeah. Well, when yeah. she died, um, one of the things they talked about in some of her obituaries, uh, two things I read. One, she generally did insist on cash for her performances. So really, yes. If she was singing, she would ask for twenty five thousand dollars cash. And wow. two, if I remember correctly, she did not leave behind a proper will and testament, final will. So she did not like paperwork, and she did like her cash. She felt she had been ripped off early on, so she wanted her cash. So when those checks no came shit. in, she didn't uh, hold on to them. So, oh yeah, there was probably so much of that. Like, hey, I could invest this for you, and, and blah 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 blah. And, but their investments were, you know, you're funding my little side business and shit, you know? Right. And that goes to what I said, like, hey, why don't you open an auto dealership? I mean, people, you, you talk right. about people that have been through any tragedy, uh, a hurricane hits, and now people set up fake websites to, to get charity money. So there, so there are a-holes out there that take advantage of people. And when you are rich and have a target on your back, you, you, when you are rich, you do have a target on your back. People will try and get your money from you. Yeah, I, I think uh, they they went over it in the Ray Charles movie, where uh, apparently he'd been ripped off in his in his way early careers because he was blind, and they would they would they would literally just hand him the wrong denomination of bills, you know, because like how how the fuck's he supposed to know? I kind of remember um, that, yeah, yeah. And so for the longest time in his early career, he would insist on being paid in singles because uh, you know he could he could feel like oh that's that paper's money, like yeah, you can tell what what a bill feels like but if he you know if he's getting paid 50 bucks you you know you hand him 51 dollar bills there's no way it's anything other than 50 bucks yeah so i looked up the movie and unfortunately it's not hbo it was actually a made for television movie really yeah the are you talking about the the don king one it's actually i first i googled only in america and that's a brooks and dunn song so uh <laughs> that uh, was not correct it's actually called don king only in America, so you did have it right, but Don King is part of the title, because oh, right, yeah. Google Only in America, you get a country song. But it was a 1997 television film. And really? That wasn't even on HBO? Oh, no, you are right. Now I scroll down, and it does say Original Network HBO. So, generally, it would have said HBO, but 
So it, it said... Yeah, man, I mean, it was kind of ahead of its time, so it didn't really get that many eyeballs on it, as, as far as I know, just because, you know, the... The the TV movies weren't really done. I mean, you'd you'd have like the really low budget, uh, uh, y- you know, like um, uh, like Lifetime and stuff like that. But if in terms of like high budget uh, stuff, like they do all the time now, that that was kind of ahead of its time. But they weren't really doing that back then. Yeah, and it's got some good people in it, like you said. Oh, Big it's a Rames. fucking great movie. Yeah. Big Rames, uh, Jeremy Piven, who is in everything. Uh-huh. Uh, Keith David is in it, and Bernie Mac is oh, in it. Man, I don't, I don't remember who Bernie Mac was. I, yeah, I I don't remember who most of the characters were. It was it was really good though. There's uh there's a it's a really funny scene with uh, uh, George Foreman, like like young George Foreman when he's when he's getting him to to sign up to fight uh, Ali, and they're walking around an airport as as Don King's talking to him, and he and he he goes into the bathroom. And they're they're talking, and they're you know they're kind of finishing up the deal, and you just kind of see Don King walk over. He washes his hand, he takes a piss, and then he goes over and holds out his hand to George Ford. He's like, "So do we have a deal?" And he's like, "Aren't you going to wash your hand hands?" And he's like, "I wash my hands before I touch my dick." <laughs> I fucking love that line, man. It uh, you know it's, it and it makes sense too. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's not on HBO right now, so maybe they do yank their films. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, let's uh, bounce back in the news to teenagers. We talked about the 13-year-old kid getting uh, suspended for video games. Um, This has exploded in the past two weeks. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but every time I turn on the news or listen to a podcast, I hear an update on vaping and how uh, Trump last week said maybe we should look into banning flavors from vaping because they're targeting sure, kids sure. it's one of those funny things you you, the, you know the instant you hear someone say that that the next comment is going to be oh so six people die from vaping and they ban it but you know thousands die from handguns and you won't ban that it's right, the first right. place your mind goes and how many people die from actual cigarette smoke uh every year and they want to ban vaping after six deaths but um I, I I'm I'm gonna be the asshole. Yeah, I've been one. hearing the gun one. I never even thought, I never even thought about actual cigarettes yet. Yeah, I mean, if if you're gonna ban one, how are you gonna how are you gonna not ban the other? Like that's crazy. Exactly. Um, well, they're talking about banning flavors. Like, first of all, I they say they're targeting kids with vaping because of the flavor. I maybe it's because I am an adult, but does anyone that do kids really want? Who wants bubblegum vaping or? cotton candy vape dude it's flavor. huge i don't know if they got them uh back there but out here there's there's little tiny stores that all they sell is vape um they, they, i mean nothing else you know i haven't seen them i know we have smoke shops here and i'm sure they sell them there I right did. yeah i mean there's there's those kind of places where it's like it's it's just kind of a head shop and they have, they also have like stuff for weed and, and their cigarettes I mean, no i'm talking 100 vape only shops hmm well, that is interesting. I It's pretty wild, man. Well, like I said, I'll be the a-hole on this one. Um, cuz they, they I've read two stories or three now. One is a girl that was in a hospital bed who um was told something with her lungs were effed up and her parents were like, "How could this happen?" and she then she had to admit, "I I vape every 15 minutes." Uh this this kid is a, a student the story I sent you is a wrestler, a student, a teenager. Do they have his name and age in here? Is he 17? Uh, uh, something like that. He's something. pretty. He's pretty young. He's yeah. a kid, but he has the lungs of a seventy-year-old man, 
and uh, they're saying, oh, this is horrible. How could, uh, you know, he's going to sue the vape? Look, it's 2019. I don't care that vaping is brand new. To me, it's one of those things. The instant it came out, I went, well, that's dumb. You shouldn't do that. So anybody that... Wait a minute. Are are you trying to tell me that the good people at the American tobacco and nicotine companies are are pushing out stuff that's bad for our health and maybe covering up some of the side effects? (laughs) I don't buy it. I don't buy it. It's bullshit. Well, wait, wait. They would never knowingly give a shit that's bad for us without telling us. I will put the word allegedly on there. I allegedly, I believe, uh, I... um, Because isn't that what they... Maybe I'm using it incorrectly. I just know that whenever... um, Someone is, is like like uh, Epstein was called an alleged pedophile, and it still is. They still say allegedly he was a, the guy's a pedophile, but you have to cover your ass in the news world and and on this podcast. So uh, I'm I saying- I will believe that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was framed for trying to buy NBC in the '90s. Before I believe that the vape companies did not know that this shit was bad for us. <laughs> well, I mean. Ed- to me, it's you're putting crap in your lungs. You're you're being told to put something in your mouth, suck on it, and inhale it. And when you see people exhale a vape pen, I mean that the cloud that comes out of you is insane. Right? Yeah, and and and, and it's all new shit. And and with the the stuff that you just do a little bit of all day, every I I mean, a lot of that shit. You got to wait to see the long-term side effects. They're not going to have accurate information on that because, in in a sense, you who are are vaping uh, now are the in a way guinea, guinea pigs. pigs for that shit. Yeah, I I just I I thought of it too when I when I see these headlines. I was uh, I I live in a college town. You know that the uh, listeners might not. I live in a college town next to a university. Students are back. They came back a couple weeks ago. I was uh, driving through the college town, hit a red light, and uh, four little douchebags pulled up in a car next to me, all cool, and all four of them were vaping. And the plume of smoke that exited that car, like they did it as a joke, like they're all stopping. They had a hot box with vapor, huh? Oh, they just hit, they all hit at the same time and exhaled. And I'm, I'm just staring at them, and they're all laughing and looking at me like, oh, you're an old dude, you're an old man. And I'm like... All right, I can also run, you know, sprints if I want to. Yeah. Just, I, I don't get anybody that... You're only young on the outside. According to this article, you have the lungs of Keith Richards' son. <laughs> exactly. It's like, but but who... I'm, and, and I know, I was stupid when I was 16. You were stupid when you are 16. But even at 16, I never... And I smoked for a little while when I was 16 or 17. But I knew it was stupid. I never once said... Hey, I'm going to do this and nothing will happen to me. I said, I'm making a very bad choice here. This is stupid, but I'm doing like, you know, you know, it's a bad idea. It's, See, it's, and I mean, I feel both ways on this one because it, in, in, in one sense, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Anybody who goes, ah, the vape people say it's safe. Why would, when, when have they ever fucked us around in the past with this sort of thing? You know, um, anybody who believes that's out of their mind. That being said, this company, this legitimate, like FDA approved product, um, it, it, they put this on the market, telling people, "Oh, it's 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 great. It's a it's a healthy alternative to smoking, and it's it's you're going to be fine." So, I, yeah, you'd have to be kind of dumb to believe them, but they did still put that shit out there. You know, um, if I, you know, if I'm if I grow a creepy little mustache and I'm trying to lure people into my van saying that I'm a doctor, 
Um, you know, <laughs> you'd have to be kind of dumb to believe it. That being said, if anybody falls for the bait, and I, I, I do what you do with creepy little mustaches and windowless vans, I should still go. I should still pay for that. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, they should absolutely be held uh, accountable for this kid's crusty old man lungs. To a point, because I hear you when they did say, they, and they did, they advertised it, they came out and said, this is the alternative to smoking. Um, however, what you pointed out is also true, which is if you're buying this, if you're believing this, back in the day, in the 50s, you know, they said, Docker rent recommended menthols, cool your throat down. I mean, we've been here before. If 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 we have, know, but it's a different product. They've they've done it again, and so they should be held accountable for it, man. They they've been poisoning people and lying about the effect. True, true. I I hear you. I just I'm split on it because if you're dumb enough to fall for it, I kind of think maybe you know Darwin Award. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you don't hold the company responsible. Well, how about this? I'm not going to take your I, birthday I you. off of work. You know, it's not a, it's not a national tragedy by any means. I mean, yeah, you should have known, but uh, yeah, it's it's the the company that's still putting that out there because we've known our whole lives that cigarette is, is, is smoke is bad for us because it's been common knowledge. You know, um, now this is a new thing where it's it's not common knowledge anymore, and and I. I agree with the decisions. I, I think it was what back in the '90s, the tobacco industries got sued by people who died of cancer because they were like, "Look, when I got addicted to this shit, you were saying that this was going to fucking cure bronchitis or some crazy shit, and that it was going to make my breath amazing, and it kind of did the opposite. Now I'm going to die. So pay me." And, and I, I think I, I think the same thing should happen with. Uh, with with vaping and now there should especially with smoke yeah there there should have been some kind of intuitive thing on people um you're it's it's smoke of course it's not good for you you wouldn't you know um light a dumpster on fire every hour and stand right next to it and then expect <laughs> to run a marathon like that's just you you wouldn't do that that being said you had doctors and people that ran these companies and, and you know, like FDA-approved stuff telling you, hey, this is safe, it is fine, stick it in your mouth and inhale. And and they did the same thing again, so I, I, think, I think they should have to no, fucking cut some checks. I don't think the vaping people went so far as to FDA-approved and all that. I think that's one of those things where it's like FDA questions. Well, if I'm it's being sure. sold, the FDA has to approve it, right? I mean, no, I think it's, it was at least approved for that. sale. I think, I think FDA is as if it's, uh, I, I'm not going to guarantee. I, I I don't know of which I speak, but uh, I'm not positive. I will say two things. Um, I agree with you to a point. How I feel is that instead of this kid suing the company and getting rich off it, maybe, not maybe, the company should have to pay into a fund. All right, we're going to bill, we're going to give money directly to hospitals and or medical providers that are going to be you know, providing for these people as they need medical care. I don't think the kids should get rich off it because you made a stupid choice. However... I mean, I, I'm not saying he should necessarily have uh, Steve Jobs money, but, like, you know, he should he should get a, he should get a nice little chunk for that. They fucking really horribly messed this kid's lungs up, and they, they told him their product was safe, and it's not. Well, and the other part I feel about that is what's going on with the opioid payouts. Like, every uh, state is suing opioid makers for 
hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. And again, there's there's a lot of evil there. There's a lot of bribing of yeah, doctors. Yeah, but they've been they've been bribing doctors to overprescribe their 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 products that are that are killing people. Yeah, they should absolutely have to pay for that. Right. Uh, except again, I'm going to go the a hole route and do something personal. I have in the past, knock on wood, hasn't happened in a while, and I don't want it to happen again, had sciatic issues. In 2007, when I moved to Iowa to to move in with my future wife, um, that was the last one I had that was really bad. I remember, because we live in a house now, we lived in her condominium back then, I remember spending a week, one week, seven days, lying on the floor of that condominium. I would get up off the floor, go to bed, try to do my best to sleep, get up the next day and go, yeah, I, I can't walk. My sciatic nerve, if you've never experienced it, it sucks. I mean, it's just this sure. pain that shoots down your leg. I could not walk. And so I, you know, obviously... Well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have smoked all those vapes, man. It's, it's not good for your leg. What are you doing? <laughs> so I went to a doctor, obviously, you know, like, and uh, talked about physical therapy to two things with the muscles in my back. And he phys- this is 2008. Remember, 2008. I want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah. Or, no, 2007. Sorry. Yeah, 2007 is when I moved to Iowa. This is 2007. And I, um, I went to a doctor, and uh, he, he talked about, we talked about physical therapy, and he said, how about the pain? And I said, the pain sucks. And I can't remember what he said, but I said, uh, sure, what do you got? I don't want any opioids. And he said, yeah, good call. How did I, in 2007, already know I shouldn't be touching that shit? And here we are a decade later, and it's finally catching up to us. I'm not a smart person. I have the IQ of a potato. But even I was like, nah, that seems pretty stupid. Well, yeah, but these people aren't uh, people who are just doing it because it's fun. I mean, they have they have medical problems, and so, so did it's I. like if, that's my point. Yeah, but and yeah, but even dude, I said just because mm, yeah, but just just because you didn't get addicted to it doesn't mean that like there's not doctors that are pushing it on point. other people. I didn't get addicted to it because I said I do not want opi- opioids. This seems sketchy. This is stupid. Again, again, I have a windowless van. I have a mustache. I have a free free doctor visits on the side of my van. It, it has Obamacare and everything. It's got his picture on it you know where the windows should be um you'd have to be an idiot to get in there and put the blindfold on and pull your pants down but if you do and i'm up to funny business i should still get locked up for that and that's the same thing with the 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 doctors you know not 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 drug dealers doctors uh prescribing over prescribing this shit to people for legit medical issues. And 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 keep in mind there's legitimate reasons why you would be giving people this strong of drugs, man. If it's if it's really serious injuries, you're going to need some of that shit. And and then people get addicted to it because like they 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 needed the fucking shit to not be in agonizing pain. I absolutely hear you and I I don't disagree with you. You make a great point. I also think that we live too much in this victim mentality mindset where oh i bought into the idea of vaping isn't harmful now i sue oh i got into the windowless van this guy tricked me it's not my fault i'm a victim everybody's a victim and that's why i say that i have the iq of a potato i am not a smart person but if i can say in 2007 before this was ever a huge crisis opioids seem like a bad idea i think i'll just take tylenol and do the physical therapy I mean, right. But again, and, and I'm not saying that it's it's great to always try to make yourself out a victim. That being said, if a legit medical professional told you to take the shit, 
I, I don't think that makes you an idiot for taking it, especially if, look, I'm not, I'm not saying that the sciatic thing didn't suck, but it probably wasn't as bad as, like, I, I don't know, having your legs bitten off by an alligator. You know what I mean? Like, that guy's going to need some, uh, you know, uh, 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 Chester's going to need some some oxy for that, <laughs> and he might get addicted to it. And, and I really feel bad for these people because, uh, like, withdrawals from hard drugs suck, and you're, you're, not only do you have the withdrawals, but you're you're having now you have physical pain coming back into your body as you sober up from it so you're 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 putting withdrawals on top of physical pain and so that's that's why a lot of these people get addicted to it it's, it's not that they were just oh they were degenerates or or, or, or whatever um maybe they they should have been taking the opiates you know there's legit reasons to be taking opiates i hear you i just i mean again I I admit that I am the a-hole in this situation because all sometimes my mind just goes to the victim mentality too much. And I, and I compare it to, and you can't compare apples and oranges, but I'm going to anyway. So I admit I am self-defeating my own argument here. But I think of things like the housing crisis where not all of it, but a big chunk of it involved people doing something they shouldn't have. Ooh, I have this much money. Oh, sure, you only have that much, but you can still buy this mansion. Are you sure I shouldn't buy a townhouse? No, no, buy this McMansion or buy well, no, three houses. And I had a rent. similar thing that you're talking about because I did at the end of 2007 take out a mortgage, and there were places trying to convince me to take like an adjustable rate loan, which I shouldn't be taking. But I shopped around. Other other guys explained it to me. They were like, "No, no, no. Here's why you want a fixed rate. That it, there's a whole different like uh, basically there's a there's a bigger cap on top of the Fed." Once it automatically adjusts after so long. And these places just aren't telling you that. Like, it's a big loan. You should shop around. Don't go with the first one. That, that being said, these are, you know, it's, it's guys in suits, banking professionals telling you it's what you should do. Um, if, especially if you're uneducated, you know what I mean? You've never been to college. Um, you might not even speak English that well. And this guy's in there telling you to take it and sign it. Um, yeah, I, I think these people should kind of be on the hooks for what the fuck they did. That was shady, and they fucked over a lot of people. No, I hear you. I, I, I Again, especially when it comes to the ELS people and or, I mean, there were some people that got really taken advantage of, but there were also people, the way I compared it, I remember during the housing crisis, my thought was, okay, if I look at my bank account and say, I can afford a Toyota, and I go into the bank and they say, no, no, we're going to hook you up with a Ferrari, there should be something in my head that goes, I don't think so. Like, there, and again, it's, it's, it's both sides. I, I hear what you're saying, and I get it. There were people that were taken advantage of, but there were also people that should have fucking known fucking Well, it's not, it's not like it was just them going, hey, you can't afford this. Do you want it? Uh, I mean, they, were, they would be dishonest about how much these people would be paying. That's why they took it. It's because it with those adjustable ones, it would vary between like um the uh, lowest I saw was like three years. I saw them up to like five or six. But it you would have a lower rate than you would for the fixed rate during that beginning part. But then it would adjust on its own. And what it would be after that, you don't really know because it's based on the on the the prime, the the number that the Fed uh, sets for banks to to 
how it's basically saying this is how much banks can charge each other to borrow money from each other and they have like caps on top of that for what we pay the banks you know and what they're what they're not telling you like the places that were really pushing these these um these adjustable rates loans to people um is after it adjusts it's going to have a bigger cap so unless that fed goes down drastically within the next three years um, and, and then they had things like um, like like floors and ceilings that would basically prevent it from ever being cheaper than what the fixed rate would be once it automatically adjusted. And they just weren't telling people this shit, so they were they were lying to them about their product. Essentially, they were it, it was it was it was a matter of false advertising. Well, and that's why I want to go sideways with my next comment, um, which is why it's interesting because we're heading into an election and you and I have heard this our whole life. Uh, I, I remember hearing it just every election is we need less government. We need, you know, business can regulate itself, libertarian, Republican, whatever you want to call it. They, they claim li- there should be government oversight in some of this. This goes all the way back to Upton, Upton Sinclair and the jungle, the meatpacking industry, where right, right. if you let the banks self-regulate, the housing crisis is what happens. Yeah, if, Bill Clinton and George Bush both, I mean, deregulated it enough to where they they were able to do that. And to be fair to both of those guys, I wouldn't have expected that the banks would have fucked up that much. I mean, still, the, the main perpetrators here are the banks. I mean, the deregulation certainly didn't help things. But well, it, right, you but know. I'm just saying across the board. So cigarettes right. are bad. Someone comes out and says, hey, we're going to vape. I think it's... I mean, some people say, keep big government off my back. I think it would be perfectly acceptable for big government to come in and say, whoa, 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 wait, what are you having kids shove in their mouth and inhale into their lungs now? What? what no, is that's this? why I think it's kind of cool Trump's doing something about it. That's I, and I would have not have expected this from him. And, you know, people like to point to other, well, what about guns and this and that? And it's like, look, well, I, I certainly don't like everything Trump does or, you know, I think there's things he should do that he's not doing. But that doesn't mean that when he does do something I think is kind of a smart move, I'm going to go, fuck him for not doing 16 other things that are loosely related to this right now. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and that's, that's, I'm not complaining about Trump, although I will uh, say it will be interesting to see if he does something and or if it's just a placation tweet, because he does a lot of that, where he you know, is all bluster. Well, we need to do this, and then nothing gets done because he, he's focusing on his own right. agenda. And I'm not even saying necessarily these things should be banned. I, I just, like, look, truth in advertising, you know what I mean? Like, well, that's what I'm saying, can't, is in not banning right now, I'm saying the instant they came out, should there not have been, like you say, the FDA shouldn't have someone have stepped in and said, whoa, right. exactly. before we start telling yeah. people they can put this shit in their lungs, we yeah. need to uh, examine it quite Vape a bit pens more. do more than open your chakras. Take that off the thing and, and put other shit that it does. <laughs> well... And let's use that as a segue into another story where we're talking about... Uh, I will, I, oh, real, real quick, before before we segue off, um, I don't know what you would have to type in to find it, but I saw a while back, uh, this was on the news in, I think, the late 60s. So there was finally, um, at that point, there was like studies being done at universities and stuff like that, you know, about the harmful effects of tobacco, Um you know, that weren't just being, you know, fake tests by the tobacco industries, basically. And there was this lady from one of these universities, and she's on the news talking to um, basically the 
the the madman guy, <laughs> you know, uh, the 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 guy in the suit from the tobacco company, and you could tell like the guy was the guy was good. He's he's saying all the all the right lines. He's saying his scripted lines, but then there's this part where he riffs and goes off the script and just fucking eats a dick. It was hilarious. She she then she starts bringing up um, smoking's effects on pregnant women. And she's saying, you know, our studies have shown that in this percentage of women who smoked compared to women who didn't smoke, they gave birth prematurely to underweight babies. And this guy, without missing a beat, he responds with, well, I think some women would prefer giving weight to a, giving birth to a lighter baby. <laughs> like, cause it's easier to push him out or whatever. And it's the funniest goddamn thing. Some women would so prefer a lighter quiet baby. When you said that, like, I, yeah. like, I started, I, I opened my mouth and I was laughing like internally. That is such a great response. Yeah. He, and, and he, dude, he said it. Not sarcastic, and and he didn't even say it in a way where he was like shaking. Like I mean, you know, how some people say crazy shit when they're losing a debate or something, or like they're they're just insanely angry, so they they just don't sound normal. This guy looked her right in the eye and calmly, coolly, like like the guy in Mad Men, you know, just some women like delivering smaller babies. <laughs> and it was the funniest goddamn thing in the world. That is great. Said it with a hundred percent confidence. It was fucking great. Well, I'm uh, the segue I was going to make is uh, I said we were talking about the party of uh, of less government, less big government, and uh, the party of family values. Uh, we got a sad story, Jake. It's a sad story. Uh, sure. Todd Palin has filed for divorce from Sarah Palin after thirty one years. They can't make it work. If 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 the Palins aren't getting along. Nothing's fucking right in this world anymore, man. It's, I mean, look, when when she ran in 2008 for the vice presidency, she was all about family values in America, and then I, I just love the naked hypocrisy of it. I absolutely do. The unwed teen pregnancy, her daughter, and you can't make fun of it because that's mean. Well, you can't be on the campaign yeah. trail saying abstinence only. Oops, it doesn't work in my household, but you should still do it. And... How he many- said he's leaving her because he she did worse things to their home than she did to John McCain's campaign. <laughs> well, how many times did we read a story in the past 10 years of the police going to their house because of drunken Christmas fight or drunken this? Oh, or, yeah, man. I mean, they were just wild. constantly in the news for the most fucked up family shit. I, I, yeah. I will use a term that gets you kicked off Facebook now. White trash. You can't say white trash on Facebook, or you get kicked off. But they lived it. They were, and and like you said, if as a white trash person, I find that offensive. If Sarah and Todd can't make it work, what hope is there for the rest of us? Because yeah. they seemed yeah. to be the perfect amount of stupid for one another. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's too bad, man. It always makes me laugh. I, well, I hope he hooks up with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> she married. I don't even know. I think so, yeah. Um, well, let me quick see. What are we doing on time here? Oh, holy like, shit. We've, we've hit 50 GD minutes, my friend. And oh, my nice, son is now nice. asleep on the floor. He, he crashed out a while ago. When you heard me start swearing, that's when I realized he was... Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah. Well, let's, let's just bang out these last few stories without really talking right. about them. Yeah. Uh, Jake, this is one of our favorite topics. It comes up all too often in our podcast. And it's ba- 
end child marriage in the United States? You might be surprised who's opposed. Again, we've talked about this. How is... In Idaho, my favorite part of this article is it's listed Idaho has the most child marriages of all, and yet when they brought a bill to end child marriage, a uh, Idaho state representative said, uh, well, she need to see some numbers because she wanted to protect the, quote, sanctity of family by uh, vetoing the bill against child marriage. Like you do. Like you do. All right, we've talked that one to death. I can't believe still people... I, will, I know we've brought it up before, but it's just like, who is sitting there, who is going in as a congressman and being like, this bill says what? I can't marry a lady just because she's still got a learner's permit? I'm not signing this. This is fucking tyranny. <laughs> exactly. Big government's ruining everything. Come on, 16. Let's get it down to 16. Let's talk turkey here. I'm not going to sign a bill that uh, says I can't marry a 13-year-old girl, but, uh, oh, you want uh, this vaping? Yeah, just just put that shit in your lungs. It's fine. Yeah. I, I did like there was one part in the article where, and I think this was actually somebody who's against the bill, and they were just sort of loosely quoting someone, but I have heard this argument before when this came up. Um, they were saying that, Joseph married Mary in the Bible when she was eight. I have if heard it's good that enough argument. for God, it's good enough for. And it's just like, wouldn't you? Want, I mean, wouldn't you want if you are a religious person, like if you're way into the Bible, like wouldn't you want to whitewash that part a little bit? Maybe, maybe. Hey, we just uh, Leonardo da Vinci coded uh, this. Despite we found some old texts, it turns out there was a one next to the eight. Yeah, uh, the guys we worship, <laughs> not in the fucking kids. Yes. Well, on that note, uh... in fact, that gives me a new theory about um, that whole the whole pregnancy. You know how, like, just sort of the the hack assumptions. Well, clearly, this is a lady who really knew how to stick to her story. You know what I mean? I don't think she was lying to Joseph. I think Joseph was like, "Listen, um, I know it's biblical times. Eight still doesn't fly in the year zero. Um, I need you to say that God knocked you up. Otherwise, uh, you're going to be raising this this kid alone." Uh, you're you're, you're going to be a single mother. I am going to San Quentin. Well, say it was God. And and the obvious other one, which is, uh, say she wasn't eight years old. Uh, she slept with someone else and said, ooh, well, I don't want to be a whore. Uh, it was God. Yeah, God, God had sex with me. I didn't... Uh, well, no, sleep. that's what I'm saying. That, that was the, that was always the, the, oh, that was thought, always the old assumption. That was know? the assumption. That, I thought you yeah. meant uh, that it was uh, Joseph that was saying that... Uh, Okay, I'm saying I'm saying it's Joseph. I'm saying even she was too young even back then, and so he was like, "You got you got to tell people it was God. Um, tell them, tell yeah, them yeah, we're yeah. just no, married." No, I'm and saying then. that you're saying it's Joseph. I'm saying she cheated on Joseph, and sure, the cover sure. was it was God. But he, uh, right, astute right. listener Dan, on a sideways note, astute listener Dan sent me a link to an article that I couldn't really see because it was firewalled. But then he sent me the text of it. Um, yeah. The Quad Cities, uh, Bettendorf, William M. Groths, G-R-O-T-H, Grothis, something like that, sent a letter to the newspaper. Um, I'm not going to read the entire letter, but I see that the climate change fantasy is alive and well in the, by, according to the letter to the editor by Jane B. Cranston on September 6th. The yeah. basic purpose of the chicken little skies falling of climate change is to remove all dependency on God and his control of the weather and nature. So, And then it just goes out from there saying that God controls weather and if we're saying there's climate change, we don't believe in God and we are bad people. So God uh, likes eight-year-old brides and uh, controls the weather. 
Yeah, just I I don't I don't know, man. I don't get how you, you could be religious and be like, um, yeah, uh, God, he's against climate change. Um, we should do something about climate. Like it's just so odd to me that you're like, no, my side is gonna be the one that just kind of covers this shit up. Exactly. All right, two more stories, quick. Not even going to talk about them. We don't have time. Japan will have to dump radioactive Fukushima water into the Pacific Ocean. Well, that's going to end well. I mean, what could go wrong? Dumping a bunch of uh, radioactive waste water from the Fukushima uh, plant that was destroyed by the earthquake and uh, uh, tsunami. What, what could hey, go maybe wrong? Maybe this is going to sound dumb, but like, can't we just put that shit in Antarctica? There's nothing going on down there, right? <laughs> Penguins. I mean, my only thing is maybe we'll create Godzilla finally. It's been a myth for years, uh, maybe decades. That is pretty sweet. Now. And then the last story, um, going back to 9-11, Kristen Cavallari, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, she's Jay Cutler's uh, wife, faces backlash for, quote, tone-deaf 9-11 Instagram post. She uh, was wearing a low-cut skirt and, you know, posted something like, doesn't this dress look nice? Never forget 9-11? Something like that. And so everyone's outraged over that. Um, what I did not see in the article, but I know to be true, because I saw the article and went, huh, and Googled it, she's an anti-vaxxer. So, yeah, she's tone-deaf and stupid when it comes to 9-11, but shouldn't we be angry because she's trying to spread smallpox and bring mumps back because she thinks vaccinations are bad? I don't know, dude. I saw that dress. She looked pretty goddamn good in that dress. I would, um... I, if she, if she if she came up to me in that dress and told me not to vaccinate children, I I, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'd be like, cool, I'm not doing it. Well, she, if I remember correctly, was a reality star, so she's kind of like Jenny McCarthy, hot and yeah. stupid. All right, yeah, but that you know, but I just. It's so funny because they're, like, shaming her for the dress. For one thing, it's not even that skimpy. I mean, like, you you see some cleavage, but nothing too crazy. And then also, um, you know who else agrees that she uh, should be wearing more clothes and uh, should probably cover up more? Uh, the guys that did 9-11. Yeah, they were big on shaming women and telling them to cover up. So <laughs> maybe you should slap a burqa on her to um, never forget or whatever you're doing. Or maybe the people complaining should see the comparison between them whining about her dress and the people that slammed the planes into the Twin Towers yes. and what they think about uh, If there's one dress. thing that you and the Taliban are in full agreement with, it is um, uh, horse shaming <laughs> and telling her to put more clothes on. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Jake, good talking to you, my friend. Listeners, thanks for listening. Um, jakevever.com, nathantimmel.com. Share the podcast, send us uh, links like astute listener Dan did, and uh, say good, nice things about us, write reviews, and thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, good night. Later. <laughs>